0: Welcome to the Maximus Podcast special edition live with Joe Sabula, Byron Godfrey, and Bobby Maximus. You guys know the drill. We got 10 topics that we're going to discuss. There might be 11 or 12 today because I could not narrow down the list. And we're just going to have some real talk about some real things. So, Byron, I feel like there's a lot of questions directed uh, towards you today on this podcast. So, get, get ready. So, the first one, Byron, your guy recommended that everyone go out and 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 drink some bleach or inject some bleach or how the hell is is this my guy (laughs) (laughs) swallow some disinfectants so Lysol and and Clorox then put out statements immediately saying it is not safe to drink our products. What what are your have you drank the bleach yet Byron trying to kill this thing? (laughs)
1: Listen man, first of all let's go back. That's not my guy. Let's go ahead and (laughs) <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, I'm a pill form kind of guy myself. So, unless they put it in a pill form, no. Hell no, I'm not doing that crazy ass shit. All right. If
0: you're stupid enough, and this is for you, Joe. If you're stupid enough to actually watch that interview or whatever, the clips, uh, which are probably skewed anyway, but you're stupid I enough know. to do it, and you go hey. out and you drink some bleach...
2: Do you do you have it coming? You know, yes. I think there's there's a certain amount of uh, of natural selection going on right there. Mm-hmm. I I will give it to the guy. If you do drink the bleach and inject the Lysol, you don't have to worry about the COVID nineteen. Oh,
1: it'll
2: kill it. Oh, it'll kill it and everything else. Definitely it. <laughs> so I mean, that, that's kind of like I got a roach problem, so I'm going to drop a nuclear bomb on it. Like, yeah. Maybe I we might have it. got rid of the roaches. <laughs> 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 roaches <laughs> Saw a spider, so I burnt the house <laughs> down. It works. You don't got to worry about the spider no more. <laughs> you know, Joe Rogan was saying that
0: poison control, their calls went up like 8,000% after there, that. Israel. There was a
2: whole thing in Iran where people started drinking, like, like rubbing alcohol, because they heard that it was going to kill the, the disease. And like 700 people died, 1,000 people went blind. Like, it's ridiculous. Natural were they selection. By people
1: who do, were, they, were they country from Mississippi? I shouldn't say <laughs> that because I got some people from Mississippi listening. I'm sorry. I apologize.
2: That's some backwoods uh, stuff. It happens. I
1: understand. You know, there's
2: a difference between isopropyl alcohol and ethyl alcohol, but uh, you know, it's all alcohol, <laughs> it's all sugar, right? <laughs>
0: Now, Byron, we've we've dealt with you and your guy, so now we're going to talk about Joe
2: and his guy. Oh, I know, I already know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, your your buddy, um, I don't even know what his name is. A lifetime CEO,
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, some kind of human vampire. But he's he he said in a statement that that the corona was not dangerous at all, but any lifetime workers that came back to work. Would be wearing hazmat suits and thoroughly
2: disinfecting the place. See, I just, I just, I, I feel like if you got to walk into a place and they're like, "Oh, it's, it's perfectly safe," just put on this hazmat suit before you walk in. That's like saying it ain't perfectly safe. <laughs> like, like you're like on the surface, no, nah, no, it ain't safe. But thanks for trying. I it, now I will tell you uh, the the one article that was written about him uh, was hilarious. It was not very nice. It was not very gracious. It was funny. Uh, but not fair. But the, the video clip that went along with that, with that interview was baffling to me. It was baffling because of that. It was like, oh, it's perfectly safe. We're not even worried about it. And yet at the same time, they decided not to open the gyms. Like, if you're not worried about it, what's the problem? Like, why isn't it business as usual? So there's, there's an admission in there of some, some level of uncertainty, but that's, that's the leadership I've come to expect. And if if you want to see this, just Google lifetime CEO
0: announcement and I'm sure it will come up and it's, it's, it's kind of funny and creepy and weird at the same time, you know? Yeah, it was entertaining. (laughs) I just I get that everyone wants to open, but I just, I just can't figure out how you can say it's perfectly safe and there's nothing wrong with it, but then you've got to go through 8 million precautions to make it safe. Just say it's not safe. And if you, if if,
2: if I have to have my, my health attributes tracked on an app before I'm allowed to walk through the door, it ain't safe anymore. Like, and, and, and maybe the world has changed to the point where like our definition of safe might be a little bit different, but that's crossing a line for me. I don't want to go work for a company that's like, yeah, it's perfectly safe, but we need to take your temperature. We need to uh, you know, Give you the old rectal exam before you walk through the door. Something ain't right with that. Something ain't right at all. Next question. We
0: are live. You can hear my three-year-old just creating havoc in the background because this is life for me right now. Joe, who does a better job running Lifetime Clubs? The CEO currently in charge or... The one known as Babu, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> He's able to make a better decision. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying Babu's going to do a better job, but heck, can he do an equal job if you just roll up to him and say, "Should we open the club or not?"
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, now you put, you put beans up there, man, beans that give that man a, a run for his money. Now I, I will give, I will give the CEO credit. I mean, he did build this company up from like literally nothing. He does have some business acumen. He's worth a hell of a lot more money than I am. Uh, so there are some things I probably would trust that man to be in charge of. The way he's handled this has been disappointing in my mind. I know uh, some people who are closer to him are still very supportive and they're still very grateful. They feel like he's really trying to look out for the, the employees. Yada, yada, yada. I'm not impressed. So I would need to maybe have like some kind of an official like debate to see, you know, where, what does Babu think of this thing? Like what are his insights compared to, and and I want some cross talk. I need these two to have a conversation and that's how I'll, I'll make my decision. All right. Another, another question for you. The Packers draft.
0: I've seen nothing but memes <laughs> how Aaron Rodgers is getting no help. Byron's team, the Dallas Cowboys, went and got the best receiver. We'll talk about Hold him. Hold up. <laughs> Byron. Uh, then you you're, know. Done, you're done with the Texans because I, Bill O'Brien called that dude um, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Listen, him. The best I will go teamless before I cheer for the Cowgirls. All right. Then you know that. Let's put that out there. So Joe, what do you what do you think about the pack? Because because the Cowboys got a stud receiver. Uh the Saints got some linemen for Breeze.
2: Uh, All right, all right. right. Look, I got there's a couple angles to this that I want to bring up. Um first of all, I hope, I really hope that the 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 management team, the the coaches, that Aaron Rodgers all sat down and kind of thought about this logically before they just went ahead and did things. I don't know for a fact if that's the you case. You
1: know damn well, Joe.
2: <laughs> now, assuming that these are intelligent human beings, this is, this is my perspective. It is rare for uh, a rookie to come into the NFL and really do anything game-changing all right? It's a different game than college. It takes a little while for these guys to pick it up and figure it out. The, the talent level is, is intense already in the NFL. So even bringing the best players from college into the league, like they're not guaranteed that they're going to be some kind of superstar. So these first round picks, they, they're more of an investment for a team. So when you look historically at who the Packers have drafted, it's been more about building up a defense. They've been trying to get more veterans to work with a veteran quarterback. This pick Again, assuming these guys thought this out is brilliant because you put this guy under Aaron Rodgers for a year or two. Now he's worth something. So you're on a position where either you've got the absolute best backup quarterback that you could hope for as Aaron Rodgers' career is starting to teeter out. Or you've got a guy that you could trade for two or three of the best veteran receivers in the league because All right, that's well, what he's worth. So that's where uh, I'm at with this. Uh, I'm a, Joe,
0: I'm on, a discount. Joe. I'm a discount, double check you right now. There, <laughs> there is um, this is a thing that I just pulled up, Joe. I'm gonna read this to you and Byron. It's touchdown passes, first round to first round draft picks. You follow me? Mm-hmm. The great Peyton Manning has 293. Eli Manning has 135. Brett Favor has 127. Tom Brady, he's way down the list. This is impressive for his numbers. He's only thrown 105 touchdown passes to first-round draft picks. And Marino, 84. Ben Roethlisberger, 69. Philip Rivers, 35. Aaron Rodgers, one. <laughs> that, at face value, and I mean like the number one, like the integer between zero and two at face value, Joe, that does is isn't good. Like he ain't getting that much help. Man, that that's that
1: tells me right now that the Packers they really don't concern. They're not worried about now. Mm-hmm. Like, am I? Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Agree. Byron yeah. one one. That's it. One. <laughs> Give the guy a chance. He took him to the NFC Championship game last year. Am I correct? Yeah. With nothing.
2: With nothing.
1: I, so, I'm going to play, like, for the future. No, I want to win now. <laughs> like, I don't care who got next. I want now.
2: Well, see, but I feel like Rodgers is exactly there. He's like, I don't care who you give me. I'll throw the ball to anybody. Oh,
1: but it, I, He will, but but where does he get it? He has no weapons. He has but no think weapon. about
2: this. The, how, how concerned is he actually about winning right now? The dude is sitting on a pile of money. He's a legend already. Like... You know, like yeah, I'll probably take him to the playoffs again, and I'm okay with. And maybe we'll win. Maybe we'll pick up some some trades through the season. I think he's pretty confident, comfortable. Listen, win. a hungry man hunts better, is what I'm saying. And he ain't hungry. He's got a fat <laughs> old belly. He's he's doing fine. We, <laughs> you know, you Packers fans, you're more delusional than Bill me. I'm yeah.
0: just gonna put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> and these Texas uh, fans. Next is, is Carson Wentz, is he concerned about his job? Because here's another one. You hand this dude $108 million of guaranteed money and then they go, they don't draft you a receiver. Your division rival Dallas drafts the receiver that you wanted. <laughs> they basically they they get your backup up in there. So Jay Jalen hurts. So so Byron should Carson Wentz be concerned about his job safety. Um I don't
1: I don't I don't necessarily believe you know in this case. I don't necessarily believe Jalen Hurts is the quarterback is a better quarterback for than Carson Wentz. I just think this is about Carson Wentz can stay healthy.
0: Okay. And, so and, this is you're looking at this is an insurance plan. This isn't I, like they're trying to my, get rid of him. This is an insurance plan. Think about it.
1: Um I mean, Jalen Hurts couldn't, couldn't keep his own team in Alabama. I say he's not a good quarterback, but I don't believe he's an NFL caliber quarterback that'll take you to a Super
0: Bowl. We, you know, we know you hate Alabama. That's who said that? You've had a thing against him for years.
1: Uh, that's not true. Uh,
0: I, I, I'm <laughs> an,
1: I'm a, I, I I like Alabama.
0: <laughs> so you were you 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 cheer for Alabama and Nick Saban every year. No, it depends on who they're playing. See, that's that's it. Then you're <laughs> saying, that's, you know, that's like, right. now that's you're like gonna...
1: saying you know I'm, I'm
0: I don't like the Packers, but if they're playing the
1: Cowboys, go no Packers.
0: There you go. All right. Now, now we're gonna we're gonna segue this. These are kind of in an order. So Carson Wentz could have had CC the best receiver in the draft. He didn't get him. Dallas got him, and a video surfaced. Of this, this man has like two or three cell phones. And his girlfriend went to grab one of the cell phones <laughs> while he was on the phone with the NFL commissioner. And he, because he's got great hands, he <laughs> snatched that right up and put an end into it. And she didn't have the best look on her face. So Byron is a is a is a guy watch who Joe and I are married. Watch we're, them out. we're in loving relationships. We're we're people of repute. As a, as a person like you, a person of ill repute, do you, think, do you think there was some reason he he was not letting his girl get his burner cell? Absolutely.
1: That reason is it's not hers. Touch your own phone. That's it. That's all that was. It wasn't her phone. Like, you didn't even ask. You didn't even ask. That's all that was. You got to leave something out of nothing. It's not a big deal. <laughs> That's your own phone. You have your. Don't you have a phone? It's 2020. Everybody has. <laughs> he has a
0: cell phone. Grab your what? own cell phone. Why does he have like three phones or two phones? Phil gave, okay. gave him one. Okay. Right? one. All right.
1: The other one, maybe his agent gave him. Who knows? But the other one's his personal phone. Like maybe I'm waiting on my boys to call me. I have something to talk about. <laughs> Gotta run some routes. Something. His his strength. <laughs> his uh, strength and conditioning coach may be calling. You know, it's training. All kinds of stuff. She doesn't need that. Like, get your own phone. That's
2: all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not sure I'd buy any of it, but okay, I'll give it to you. Oh man, did our boy freeze on us? Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. It's all he could handle right now. There yeah, he is. Oh uh, uh, yeah, welcome back,
0: By- Byron. <laughs> Is is he going to snatch balls from, from Dak Prescott like he snatched <laughs> up that boat?
2: Because oh, if he football. catches like That's that, the Cowboys are
0: going to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: I hope he has that same look on his face. Personally, <laughs> <laughs>
0: look, if, if you don't know what you're talking about, you got to Google this video. He looked, he looked angry. I have time for that joke. <laughs> he was, he was if, you look at the, if
1: you look at the video as well. His mom looks over at her like, "What the hell?"
2: she <laughs> <laughs> had hey. had enough. Oh, was, she, uh, she thought she was being so slick. She thought she got away with something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she was like, "Oh, this is the perfect opportunity." So,
0: right. with 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 all this talk about sports are coming back this season, what do you guys? Think? I'm 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 saying no. What about you guys? I don't think so.
1: You said the, the basketball season.
0: All the like, like, are we going to see live sports at all in in 2020, or are we done?
1: Oh man, it, it, if so. Um, I mean, selfishly, I want to say yes, because I miss it. I just yeah. mean being selfish, but I think we got to get this thing under control before we, uh, we start packing stadiums with 70, 80, 90, thousand people.
2: Yeah. And I don't, I mean, even, even assuming like, okay, we flattened the curve. We kind of got things under control. I honestly don't trust people to just be allowed back into large groups again right now. I feel like somebody's going to pull something stupid. And so nobody's going to want to be the one that lets that happen on their watch. Um, I, I, my prediction is we'll probably end up with you know empty stadium games, if anything, you know they'll just be yeah. playing for the camera, kind of like WWE did with WrestleMania. That's that's going to be it through 2020.
0: Yeah, do you that. think do you think that count? Do you think that counts as a real chip? Like if the NBA comes back tomorrow and they have a 30 day tournament for like the 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 title, does that count or is there an asterisk next to it?
1: I mean, the, the playing field is, 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 for me, it, it, I mean, everybody has the same thing. Got same it. opportunity. Yeah. So, you, you don't get to make an excuse. Like, oh, we, you know, we had a layoff. Well, so did the other 31 team. Yeah,
2: teams. yeah totally. I, I think that's fair, Byron. I, I kind of agree with that. And I think anybody who's, like, you know, into it, watching it, alive these days, will sort of understand what's going on. But, I mean, I would rather they do that than do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's easier to uh, to monitor the health of just the guys that are playing than it is to try to worry about filling an entire stadium. And if that's manageable, and, and I guess they can be trusted to do that, I would almost rather that they're going to have some kind of a tournament, some kind of something. Just to, it, I mean, sitting at home watching reruns of sports is never going to be as good as watching live, you know, just never. And, I mean, everybody loves the NCAA tournament. Like, why not? Why not make a tournament out? I think that's a brilliant idea. I'd watch it.
1: Oh. We've all competed at high levels, and 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 as as competitors, man, we want that. We yeah. want the opportunity to go out and um, and and do that. Um, so yeah, I, I would like that.
2: Yeah, I think right. I think there, there, there'll be no large gatherings. I, I'm I'm thinking we're not going to have any any concerts, any shows. I don't think the opera is going to be going to be happening right now, not through the end of the year.
0: Nope. Now, now, another sport, because this is going to have great financial implications. Something big happened this week in the NCAA. Jalen Green, Isaiah Todd, and Dacia Nix, three of the top-rated prospects in the nation for college. They're not going to college anymore. They're going to the G League. Yeah. Adam Silver recently been on record as saying they're going to reopen the NBA draft to high school players. Is this the end of the NCAA as we know it, Byron? Um, you yeah, play, you played ball, play ball, you played ball, you it were you that. were uh, you were indebted to the NCAA, you were under their rules of slavery and tyranny. <laughs> so you, know, you know what this is like because I'm, I'm gonna say this very clearly they are a corrupt organization, and you know, you
2: know that to be true. There's, there, there's something on the horizon here. I mean, look at the, the whole debate about uh, the, the cost of college, uh, you know, people trying to, to vote for politicians promising like lower education, student loans, yada, yada, yada. And the, and the big cost to a lot of these universities is this program. And Bobby, you nailed it. I mean, it's it's filthy. It's corrupt. It's dirty. And it's, a, it's, the,
1: big cost it's is the program.
2: Yeah, I mean, part of the reason why why some students are paying twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year for an education has to do with the fact that they're pumping so much money into the sports teams. You it know, that, that's part of it. But but, it. but but well, what I'm saying is, this is already like on people's minds. Is like, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it isn't the most important thing that we have a Division One football team at every college. And, right. and then here you go with the it, now it's becoming less and less relevant. Like you got to wonder.
1: I can guarantee you. The Alabamas, the Michigans, and the Notre Dame's—it's not a liability. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? J- just going off of football alone, when you think about those programs, they're making money out for those guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you you get what thirty thousand dollars a year max that you're paying, and yeah. that's a that's a that's a good chunk, right? A chunk yeah. of money. But these guys are making millions upon millions of dollars for these universities.
2: Yeah, but where's that money know. going? That money's not going to the students. It's not. It's not. That's my point. It's yeah. so, so. It's not the
1: universities that are so. It's the students that are so. I prefer them to, to skip college if they could. Yeah. Now, now, some sports you just
0: have but to. It, be if, yeah. Is this is this the end of the NCAA? Like, is this enough cracks in the foundation that everyone in every sport's just going to start going pro?
1: You can't in football. You can't. It's impossible. Just physically, it's impossible. Mm. You know what I mean? You take an 18-year-old kid and shoot, the difference between 18 and 21, 22 is a, is a huge difference. So imagine trying to take an 18-year-old kid trying to play professional football. Unless you create a, a system where they can, like, a farm league almost, which basically the NCAA is for the NFL.
0: But basketball, you can do that. Baseball, except, you can do that. Except the kids don't get paid, taken advantage of. Like and and yeah. by the way, Byron, I'm just going to bring this up. People are welcome to their opinion. But in traditional white dominated sports like baseball and hockey, people Mm -hmm. have freedom to do whatever the hell they want. When it's sports dominated by black athletes, basketball and football, now all of a sudden there's all these rules about how you can't make money when you're 16 years old and you've got to go play for college and stuff like that. I'm just going to say at face value, that doesn't look good.
2: Well, look at look at hockey as a perfect example. Look at like hockey with the NCAA is is kind of irrelevant too. I mean, a lot of guys come right out of high school into a, you know a semi pro league, and they'll go from yeah. there to the NHL. They might never even play in the NCAA. Like it's like you got to get drafted onto an NCAA team if you are going to go to college. Now, so the, the gotta, players the players have a choice. You know, do you want to make money at this or do you want to get an education? But now, a lot of sports don't work that way. Okay.
1: Say hockey's what? Regional. Hockey is yeah. also a regional sport that that like you're talking hockey to me and I'm just like what the hell is okay, I can not name five <laughs> <to high value> hockey <laughs> players, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas you no know, football, basketball, and baseball those are national, international sport. You know, people around the world know what that is. So
0: yeah, but um, baseball be baseball which is which is more white dominated. You can get paid at 15 yeah. years old, and you can mm-hmm. get drafted. You don't have to go play for the money-making machine of the NCAA. The minute it's basketball or football, people are enslaving to the NCAA till they're 20 years old. I'm just saying yeah. at face value, that doesn't look that good yeah. on paper.
1: I, 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 I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. Yes. I'm just saying I'm with you on giving the athletes, number one, to pay them, or give them an opportunity to earn, and because I, I think about back when I would, when I played ball in college. yes, my 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 scholarship was expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the early mid nineties, a hundred thousand dollars was a lot of money for a scholar, for, for 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 an education. But if I have the opportunity to make, you know, a few hundred, hundred grand, I can pay and get my own damn scholarship.
2: Yeah, you
1: know, yeah, and pay for my own way to school. So I would um, rather than pay the athlete and let the athlete do that what, uh, versus what, what about ahead.
2: like smaller leagues. All right. Like there's a lot of uh, like local style, you know, professional football leagues. They call them like semi-pro B league, whatever you want to call them. Something even like the XFL. What if there was something else besides the NCAA or uh, NCAA? What if there was something else in the middle? Like you could go and play XFL for a few years, make a little name for yourself. Now maybe you do have a shot at the pros and maybe you never played for the NCAA. But I, I feel you. like, yeah, exactly. But I also feel like people don't support these other these other ventures. They don't look at it that way because there's such a, a passion for college football, right? It's like I got my team, like Go Hawks, right? And I grew up in Wisconsin, Go Badgers. Like we know all the teams, we know what's <laughs> going on there, and we wouldn't trade that for anything. A lot of folks prefer college over pros. Yeah,
1: and that's, there's, the, there's, that's there's, not there's this huge.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what happens. But what I mean, I'm saying is, like, that, that's why football and basketball are like that, is because they're so immensely popular in this country that people won't let go of the college teams. So the NCAA has something to latch to. You take that away from them, like, eh, maybe not. Maybe all of a sudden that loyalty to a particular school is gonna is gonna wane a little bit. You know?
1: I mean, yeah. Uh, I still just in co- college sports is almost it's not almost it's cult like. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Got, I mean, I don't know what, what what's Iowa and who is it? Wisconsin, maybe? That's yeah. our big rival. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can imagine, like, what 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 semi-pro team and will you attach yourself to? But that's
2: you know, what I'm it? saying. Like, there, there's been little ones that have popped up here. Like, there's arena football leagues. You know, XFL had like what? It Had 14 teams, if even that. You know, and it's like people just don't support it. They don't go out of there to watch it. They're not going to invest it. They don't want to pay the price of tickets. Uh, there's a, there's a, a couple of teams here. There's actually like a women's team here in the Twin Cities that's like the national champs. Nobody's ever heard of them, you know, because people don't want to go out and support anything other than the NFL. They've done such a good job of branding, like it's NFL or nothing. You know, it's NCAA or nothing. So maybe maybe the, the the way around this is like it's it's on the fans to to help support athletes in other ways.
1: love changing their mind.
2: You know,
0: right. <laughs> you know, Byron, I am, I am tremendously disappointed in you.
1: <laughs> What's new?
0: <laughs> we have we brought up the XFL, we brought up NFL Europe, the NCAA. You had a chance to bring up the greatest football league on earth, the CFL. And I know that you're a CFL fan because your favorite quarterback of all time is one of the all-time greats out there. Who am I talking about, Byron? I'm talking about Warren Moon. (laughs) Warren Moon, the best. One of the goats. I love him too, Byron. It's one of the few things that we agree on, just so we're clear. Okay. All right. One more sport question, and then then we'll move on to a couple of funny ones here. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is in his feelings because (laughs) Jordan allegedly got him cut from the dream team, and he is all upset about it. It all stems from an incident when Isaiah Thomas refused to shake Jordan's hand. Uh, who who's in the right and who's in the wrong here, Byron? <sighs>
2: <Right>. Like <laughs> <laughs> that sigh. That's just when, for people at home who don't know. When the three of us hang out, I just I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to hear that sound come out of Byron's mouth. Man.
1: <laughs> I feel Jordan though. I get because I've been on both sides. I've, I've I've won championships and I've lost. I'm just I'm just
0: about you know man shake the man's hand. Don't be a little bitch. That's so what Isaiah, I mean. what you're saying is Isaiah had it coming. He deserved to get left off the dream team. I didn't say that.
1: Now, <laughs> not what I mean? I definitely I would have put Isaiah. Time. Joe Joe Dumars is on the team.
0: Am I correct? Hey, listen! You crossed the man, <laughs> you crossed the goat. You didn't shake his hand, and you tried to
2: try. So, to so, so him. really, let's let's rephrase the question: Is Michael Jordan a petty man? Is that is that the way that this should oh, be? Extreme. written? Extreme. So, so, that's what we're asking, right? That's I that's the answer. Extreme. Yes, he's petty, and Thomas should have known. He's petty, and he's all powerful when it comes to basketball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will.
0: <laughs> I will say this, so. I will say this, Byron. When Jordan was getting his ass whooped by those Pistons, when he was getting his ass whooped by the Celtics, when he was getting his ass whooped by the Lakers. I don't like your choice of words, but go ahead. Listen, (laughs) Jordan stayed on the court to do post-game interviews as the loser. When's the last time you ever seen one of these prima donna stars do this? I'll tell you. Michael Jordan was the last one that did it. He handled his business. So for him, when he got beat up for three years in a row by the Pistons, and I mean beat up, they sent his ass to the weight room to try and put on some muscle so he could try to survive the playoff series. He shook their hand. He did the interviews. And he gave he He's double offended that Isaiah pulled that shit.
1: Here's the issue that I have. The fact that Isaiah Thomas tried to use Larry Bird as an out. Mm. You know, when he was like, well, when, when, the, when, when we beat the Celtics, they walked off the court, I don't give a damn. As 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 the saying goes, what they eat don't make me shit. So at the end of the day, what someone <laughs> that's, else that's did do never <laughs> <you>. right? <laughs> Just because they did it doesn't mean you have to do it. It's like I'm talking to my kids here, like, oh, really? Oh, so because you got your, you kicked their ass and they didn't shake yours. Now, when you get your ass kicked, you're not going to shake the next man's? No, that's not how we do things. Bottom line is, man, just be a man own up. You know what? You were the better man today. Let me shake your hand. Keep moving. And that's what it is. And so I'm not going to say he deserved to be left off the, the dream team because, I mean, if you put Joe Dumars on, you come on. I mean, I said Joe Dumars is a bad, you know, was, was weak. What I'm saying is, it's Isaiah Thomas, man. I think Isaiah Thomas is better than John Stockton. When it came to, you know, if we're talking about a point guard, yes, John Stockton had assists and all this, but if we're talking about point guards, Isaiah Thomas was definitely better.
0: Okay. One B for this, because we're t- this is all about the last dance. Dennis Rodman's in the news again, one of the greatest defenders of all time. Let me remind you, he's quoted as saying, he would have locked LeBron's ass right up he's so easy to play he is so fucking easy to play he's got no moves he's got a simple game Would Dennis Rodman not not Bulls Dennis Rodman would Pistons prime Dennis Rodman who's probably the strongest six foot eight man on the planet would he have locked LeBron's ass up and got inside his head
1: I got to go with a, I got to go with a strong yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going, I'm going all in on that one. <laughs> okay. And I would even, and I would say that the Bulls' Dennis Rodman would have been a better fit than the Pistons' Dennis Rodman because the Bulls' Dennis Rodman didn't give a damn.
2: No, that's true. That's a good point right there.
1: Like, I felt like the, the, the Pistons' Dennis Rodman was a little refined. Yeah. The this he had he was like he didn't give a d- the man took oh, he took time off in the middle of the season
0: <laughs> did you, did you? Man. Fuck your teammate George <laughs> did you watch it on Sunday night What did you watch oh, it Yes did. did you did you see when Phil told Dennis he's like <laughs> you got to tell Michael this like, he just deferred his head coach. <laughs> Dennis Rodman said he needed time off. And Phil said, I'm going to call Michael in here. You need to tell him this yourself. Hey. <laughs> Holy hey,
1: shit. Michael was like, you really going to let this man take, take four? You know he's not coming back in 48 hours, right?
0: <laughs> I, I just I just want to say before we move on, Dennis Rodman deserves credit for inventing load management. People say it's Kawhi Leonard. Dennis Rodman deserves props.
1: I will say this also about that Bulls team who were on it. Phil Jackson was a genius. That man was a genius. And and I don't think he I mean he gets a lot of credit, but man, he was a genius. And I don't know um if I'm pretty sure the Bulls aren't as successful without it. Like
0: like so you don't know, Byron, I think that whole thing blows up. You had Scotty, he was pissed about money. Yep, you had man. Michael, who who is as petty as he gets and can be fiery. And then yep. you got Dennis Rodman. You got you got Michael running around punching Steve Kerr in the face. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like <laughs> it could have went horribly wrong.
1: He's the only person that I, I felt Michael Jordan respected in that program. Hmm. And so because of that, without him, I mean, it was obvious when he was like, "Hey, if you're not in coaching, I'm not playing." That was bottom yeah. line. That lets you know right there, It was so, done. He was it, definitely.
0: All right, now we've we've been we've been bombarded with Corona. We've been bombarded with the Last Dance. Uh, Selena Johnson was on the Max was podcast, which uh, makes me doper than you, Byron. Um, and, <laughs> and we have missed something. The Pentagon declassified real life videos of UFOs, which. Now I'm starting to question everything I know and believe in. I think everything on Ancient Aliens. My, 11- <laughs> my 11-year-old son told me, Dad, I told you that Ancient Aliens was real because we've been in heated verbal arguments about this and how it was pseudoscience. Uh, but but what, do you, what do you think about these UFO videos, Byron? Have you, have you watched them or do you have your I, head in the sand?
1: I got my head in the sand, man. I'm over here. Uh, no, damn UFOs, that's- Joe, have you seen this?
2: Yes. And and I just want to point out UFO means unidentified flying object. It could be a light. It could be a cloud. They just haven't identified it. So shooting a video of something you don't know what it is doesn't mean that it's an alien.
1: You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if the lizard people are in charge of the government, then why would they like why would they release the videos? It just wouldn't. So the whatever aliens, they've released is horseshit. Either way, you can't trust it. So the aliens,
0: the, <laughs> the aliens started the Corona from their base in Antarctica. Right. That's my theory. That's what I'm calling.
2: Because well, they're, they're protecting the flat earth, right? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they're, cause they're no. trying to make their new vaccination to implant chips in everybody. And Bill Gates is the leader. I've heard you know, this.
0: <laughs> Joe, I, I don't know if I ever brought this up to you. Did I ever tell you the time Byron and I went for Pretty Bird Chicken in Salt Lake City? No. We were sitting there, and he started telling me his Flat Earth theory. Flat earth theory. <laughs> and I looked at him, and I go, what the fuck did you say, Kyrie? And, and I had to leave. I walked out of the Pretty Bird. I was so disturbed. You met me there, <laughs> I
1: had to walk all a- the way back, man. Can you oh, back, you back walk
2: through Salt Lake? In Salt Lake City? Oh, man. And yeah, it's Sp- like you off downtown? Oh, yeah. man.
0: <laughs> all right, so. I'm cotton, guys bro, cotton, in suits, cotton,
2: like, cotton, following you down the hell street.
1: Hell, <laughs> <laughs> walk my ass all the way back.
0: <laughs> know, yeah. Anyway, Joe, it, it, it's one of those things that, you know, when you know something about your friend that, threatens the, the nature of your friendships. So you, you just have to ignore it. Like I had so many questions, like does somebody fall off if they get to, I just couldn't, I couldn't talk to him anymore. So the final question be, and and this is for you, and and there have been some studies come out that people, COVID are having less sex and, and people are engaging in less masturbation. Now, Joe and I are, uh, we're we're married. We respect our wives, so we don't really talk about this stuff. But you, how are you getting it in? What's, <laughs> what's what's going on during your COVID experience, Byron? Because the studies are saying not much is happening. Is this true? I don't know what you are talking about, man. I'm a little <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy shit! Why would you put this on me? All I do is I, I, I wake up, I pray in the morning. <laughs> I eat my breakfast, <laughs> I go work out, I come home, I pray before bed, and that's it. I got home. I'm not married, so I'm, I'm, I'm
2: celebrating. I'm celebrating. Ce- Celebrate. Celebrating. Celebrating. <laughs> celebrating. Oh, my gosh. Well, everybody's scared. I mean, think about it. Like, God, you don't want to just let people into your house right now. And you sure as hell don't want to go into somebody else's house. I get it. I mean, are we taking temperatures before they walk in? Or what? that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the process? I just like told you, s- you
1: the process. You take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Does
0: a cough at all? I gotta go. <laughs> temperature's well, Byron, You you, you, you brought up you brought up praying. Mm-hmm. I don't think you do. That is foul. Go ahead. When you pray in Houston, what direction do you face? I'm about to quiz you right now. I looked this shit up on Google. So you you. (laughs) don't. What?
1: I I, I face east, relatively northeast. There you go. How about that, buddy?
0: Did 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 I make you happy? 225.48 Two hundred and twenty-five point
1: forty-eight degrees. Oh,
0: so. you want the coordinates? <laughs> 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 you can say coordinates, you say direction. Um. Yeah. Okay. You, you know tell times that I as I well. F- I can give you the times as well. All right. I feel like I feel like you may be somewhat truthful then.
2: He's got a compass on him at all times. Just for at this. All time. Yep. You know what I mean. It doesn't God point pray, north.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh shit this is this has been this has been fun. I'm uh, Byron before we go how's your how's your old ass hip doing?
1: Hey, man, you know it's doing well. you know I, I, it's funny I bought this bike and my 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 place is not very far from my gym, so I ride my bike to the gym quite often. okay uh, And since that, man, my hip has actually felt better. so I get off, I get a little bit more mobility in. Got more activity. I don't have to do squats anymore, so most of my work is is, is deadlifts. So.
2: like I he said, "I don't have to. I don't have to do squats anymore." It's was a punishment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the crazy guy on his podcast with us, um, but no squatting was was rough on the hip. But deadlifts, yeah. believe it or not, was was pretty. Just from the hinge of the hip, it was okay. Um, yeah. So so the hips going well. You know what I mean?
0: No complaints. You still walking off? You still walking off? Funny.
1: I walk like a normal human, except for you know I'm from the south, so we got like, a little pimp limp. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's right. It's all crazy, baby. As long as I can deadlift with you guys, we're good. <laughs> you know? and, and we can, so you don't have to take the weight off the bar to deadlift with me anymore. I mean, or for me to deadlift with you.
0: All right, one, one more burning question that I that I have. So I'm I'm working out yesterday, and and one of my favorite Biggie songs comes on. Want that old thing back? It's so a ja job Rule, and I realized the whole time he's singing about Houston. What? I, now I know about Fat Pat. I know about Bun B. I know about the, the 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 UMG or the UMK or the 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 they they sing the international pimp song. Um, with, with, say, I'm going to need you to check yeah, yourself and yeah. back up a little bit. Dad, you can't,
1: don't, watch yourself now. That okay. is personal.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, look like, who the hell is you in All right, last all right, so 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 again, and and Bumby, man. Come on. I know about the ghetto boys. What, last time I, I checked, Biggie was from New York. Why, why is he singing about Houston? Where does this, where does this come from?
1: Hey, man, not from Houston, but I rap a lot. That's where he let people know, because we got the respect.
0: Okay, is that is that the only reason he's singing about Houston?
1: Man, we got we got we got we got some big women down here too, man. <laughs> I mean, not that I know about it, because all I do is eat, pray, sleep, and work out. Those are like other things, but I see them and I've heard about them. As well. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I, I haven't experienced that. I don't know what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Fair enough, right? he, he, he prays for them <laughs> Multiple that, times throughout the day you, Joe, Joe,
1: understand. Joe gets me <laughs> Somebody here gets me man
0: You guys are gonna get me our, 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 You know Joe and I pride ourselves Byron on In depth questions Have you ever listened to our podcast
1: I do man I know you don't think I do But I do <laughs>
0: We pride ourselves on in-depth questions on earning the respect of our guests. Like, I'm talking real, okay. old school, like Walter Cronkite level. Journalism.
1: Two. I know you two and, first, bro, but go
0: ahead. <laughs> you, within 90 minutes of total podcasting, have dragged our name through the mud. A <laughs> reputation. Everything's gone.
1: Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry oh oh one more thing I before I got I got so many things but I wanted to tell you this on the podcast so so yesterday not yesterday last week I was lurking on Stephen Jackson's his uh his his live and, and he's a legend in Port Arthur and, and hey, hey, song, hey,
1: wait 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 it's uh if you're gonna say it, you gotta say it right. It's not Port Arthur. All right. It's Port Arthur.
0: <laughs> anyway, he said, Hey, what's hey, what's up, Bobby? I see you. He called me out. So I, I figure now I'm officially I got more street credit in Houston than you do. With <laughs> with with him calling me out and, and my, my friendship with Jay Prince, I think I think I win. Oh you got a, you got a friendship with Jay Prince? Everyone loves Bobby Maximus. Look, man. You know, uh, listen.
1: How about, I bought know if you got Jay Prince on your team. You know what I mean? That's
0: that's that's the godfather of H time. You know how, how, how it is. <laughs> All right, you guys. This is this has been this has been fun.
1: <laughs> my mom's over here blowing me up, man. Y'all get getting- <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: like, my ears at my ears at you
0: you you brought her up. Your mom likes me too. Your mom thinks I'm a really nice na- she my told mom me mom that-
1: likes everybody, man. She's from the south. Don't get caught up.
0: She told me the last time I was there that 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 I have helped you immensely and you were a lost soul before I took you under my wing. That's what your mom told me. Yeah,
1: might be right. I don't recall everybody but if you say she's <laughs> she's it
0: gave me a hug. She said, Thank you for rescuing my baby boy. So you you're, you're welcome. Man, this is what I do.
1: That's 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 my mom's. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how she is. Did she say? Did she
2: say, Bobby? Bless your heart. Is that what she said? Oh. She did. She did. Because that means something God. different than what the words mean. You know what I
1: mean? I'm just saying. Because if you say "bless your heart," that means "bless your heart." Bless your heart, bless your heart Bobby. Oh, <laughs>
0: I don't know. Hey. I feel like I feel like she was sincere. I feel like I, feel like I actually command universal love in your gym.
1: She does? listen, man, you are loved, bro. <laughs> like you, you walk into my gym, you see, you know, every damn day on our wall, the banners up. You know what I even have still have in the gym that damn poster board
0: <laughs> uh when you came down for the uh for your seminar. It's good. It's good. And I helped you guys straighten out your music.
2: I'm not going to go that far. Yeah. Don't now we, we crossed the listen, line, Bobby.
1: Listen, listen, I, I really wanted to say this to you, but I didn't want to put you on blast. Man, your music choices were terrible. <laughs> wow. Man. Wow. I mean, like... <laughs> When you say stuff like, what's the new Glenn Lewis is like one of the best are I'm just like dude, what the hell? Are you listening to?
0: Okay. So let me <laughs> let me get this straight. You you I just want to be clear, this is on record. You have a problem with Glenn Lewis, Selena Johnson, Donnell Jones, Fat Pat. Um hey, first of all, but, how you gonna put fat but, Pat in that conversation. But but I walk in your gym and, and you listen to disturbed alive and
1: there is Manson. Lies. That is not me. First of all, you know that's not me. <laughs> has it,
0: has <laughs> it been playing?
1: Has let it me, been
0: playing in the Misfit no, Gym? Let
1: me, let me let me explain.
0: Who is the boss of the first Misfit? Of all, gym?
1: First of all, I have no issue with the people that you listed and that you named. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, with all due respect to 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 Miss Selena Johnson, you're not gonna put her name in the same category with
0: Aretha Franklin or Patty LaBelle.
1: I'm just I'm,
0: right. Listen, man play. you you like Marilyn Manson and I don't
1: like Marilyn Manson
0: or Disturbed. That's not why my do they play. play. Why do they play
2: at your gym? Because I have other trainers there. Are you in charge? Bobby, not everybody has your same shit taste in music is what Byron's trying to say. <laughs> Listen, when I'm not there
1: and they're working out on their own, hey, guys, access to my Spotify. If you would like to create your own playlist, go right ahead. Right? And they do it.
0: Y'all live happily ever after. You know, Byron, you you have lost all credibility. <laughs> when, you, when you took me to the Galleria and we were in the Shake Shack one night after a workout in Houston, you and a, a pimp Walker. no, 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 <laughs> and 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 a Stevie Wonder song came on, and you said, "Man, I hate Stevie Wonder." That's, that's a, God, that's a lie. <laughs> that was the day that you lost all credibility with me and could never God, talk to me about music listen, again. Uh,
1: listen, that was it. You were, Anyone you who puts Glenn Lewis as arguably the greatest R and B singer of all times not what has I said. no has no in my book. No credibility when it comes to musical choices. That that's like, not what I said. What did you say? This one of the, the most underrated
0: I'm gonna pull it up Yep One of the most underrated Yeah underrated He is one of the most underrated Yeah I'm so gonna send you some clips Of him Singing Stevie Wonder songs And it is like it, it, It's a beautiful thing But you wouldn't like it Now I know why you don't like him Because you told me You hated Stevie Wonder And you've lies. never been the same to me since
1: Nice. It's the truth <laughs> Lies,
0: people. No, well, I'm sorry, I dragged you into this. Now you
2: know I, that I love being in the middle of this. Just, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, just helping the communication here. I'm helping clarify Byron's point in ways that you can understand, and I'm between, just bringing you both together. Listen, That's my role here.
0: Listen, <laughs> between we might have to kick his ass off this podcast between <laughs> him, between him being a vegan in one time and me having to rescue him from that which is a true story, him trying to punt his flat <laughs> earth bullshit on me, <laughs> And it's like a Stevie Wonder that, really don't come back from that.
1: Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Joe, that, <laughs> that Danner, I, I took him to a place that's known for wings and ribs and he asked for a salad. What the fuck? What, what why why you eating this salad? He goes, I'm a I'm a I'm a vegan. <laughs> and then I yeah, Byron, what the hell man? But I fixed you. Now I just have to get you to like Stevie Wonder. And I'm <laughs> gonna, when we when we make enough money on the podcast, Joe and I are gonna rent a, a, a boat or a train or or a horse or something and we're gonna take you around the earth and prove to you that (laughs)
2: we're gonna do it on on, on horseback. That's the plan now. (laughs) I mean a Pegasus. It's a Pegasus. We're a Pegasus.
1: That would be a lot more fun than just a regular horse.
0: (laughs) Byron and and we're gonna videotape it when you start crying and shaking because you think you're gonna fall off the edge.
1: (laughs) As long as I make it back home in time.
0: Wait, have and you can and, and and on our journey you could pray all you want byron you can you can handle your needs and just keep being the pious individual that you are <laughs>
1: joe
2: can you stop him please you know i <laughs> no <laughs> let's just be honest i feel like i feel like we need to keep like one of those rifles full of tranquilizer darts on hand. That's like the only way sometimes.
0: Yeah. I just, you know, I go and go and go and stop the buyer and, and, and this, is, this is the life my kids, they Joe knows. When when me and Beans stayed uh, at
2: Joe's house, Beans is like worse than me now, isn't he, Joe? Yes. Yes, he is. And what's funny, it's, it's charming because he has no clue. He has no clue at all constant trash talk
0: uh. all right you guys this has been fun we're out we'll see you next week oh. Hey, anyone that's listening we are sponsored by Lalo Tactical L-A-L-O dot use the code Maximus50 to get yourself the best in, in shoes uh, Byron wears Maximus shoes just so you know uh, what a hero of of of, still, of, baby, I still got them. Seriously. Yep, I told you autographed um, because he wanted me to sign them, which I thought was really weird. But hey, it's it's good. <laughs> I would probably asked him to find my shoes too. And um, ten thousand, ten thousand dot cc, you score maximum fifteen for a big discount in athletic wear. Uh, we got word today that the Every Damn Day line is coming, which is awesome so Byron we can get you an outfit you can get some Bobby Maximus pajamas he's you wearing <laughs>
2: your shoes Those little funny
0: pajamas yeah flap. make sure yeah. they have feet make sure they have a feeling. and uh if you guys if you guys like this 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 nonsense that we're calling a podcast and you have topics that you would like us to discuss get, get uh email me or Joe And and Byron, you can slide into his DMs. He kind of likes that kind of thing. So you can slide into Byron's DMs or you can email me and Joe and, and we'll get your topics on the air.